Welcome to the Rogue Agents podcast, where you got Sam and me. Who are you? <laughs> uh, I think you forgot to play the intro again. What? Oh, did I? Re- oh my god! I can't lie. <laughs> I, uh, one of these, okay, there will be one day where I actually get this like right. <laughs> You're just sitting there in silence, like yeah. Mm-hmm. That day is not today, mm-hmm. sir. <laughs> it's not today. All right. Take two. Perfectly All right, for real, welcome to the Rogue Agents, your Marvel Crisis Protocol podcast where Dizzard can't do anything right. Um, <laughs> I guess I guess I had to be in tune with the title of the episode, All Aboard the Struggle Bus. All aboard! <laughs> uh, big thanks to our patrons, our listeners, people who show up on Twitch to talk to us, like IR Smart Like Rock. Um Ben will probably be here soon. I wouldn't be surprised if he is because he's typically here. And let's see, Sam, what what are you what are you hot taking, cold drinking tonight? I am uh, having a repeat tonight. I'm having Star Wars. So it's yep. not a repeat because that was the other show. Well, you know, I've had this beer before, so it's a repeat for That's me. Fair. It's a repeat for me too because Sour Monkey was in the fridge. Um, it's just easy, you know, like I'm like, a podcast is coming up. What do I want to grab? And I'm like, this hey, is a familiar flavor and it's, it's good. a thing. Yeah, it's absolutely it's a, thing. a thing. Um, I don't have show notes and I'm really like bouncing around right now. What's next? We got, um, I've been really busy with, uh, <laughs> with, the, with the RV. So like my very much not prepared. I am not prepared. Um, me neither. All right. Uh, we're going to be talking about... Sam, go ahead and talk about the topic because it was your idea. Well, it was my idea. So last week we got axed to start talking about characters that uh, maybe people talk about underperforming in the meta. And uh, uh, the, the words uh, albatross or anchor or quite a few other uh, pejoratives get thrown around on. Uh, we're talking about characters like... Well, I like Thor. You got a character you like in this game, Dizzard? Um, that's an albatross or an anchor? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a five threat leader of a certain favorite affiliation. I, I don't. No I one's ever. Feel, no, like I, <laughs> no maybe, one's ever made maybe, that. <laughs> I could say Colossus might be. Oh, he's okay. Not a leader. But, oh, all right. All uh, right. yeah. No cables. Cables. <laughs> So Cable's a thing. Cable's a good character. I think Thor's a good character too. But they're five threat leaders, and they don't necessarily have the output or the the centerpiece quality that you might be looking for from a five threat uh, because they're they're a leadership. Well, okay, character. so there's, there's, more to the there's a question. Than... There's a question for you here. Just is for is your five threat or your leader supposed to be a centerpiece, or is that just something that we all put into our own heads? It's a good question. I think that it's more about just the uh, the cost that these higher threat yeah. leaders are bringing to the table, 
where it's not that you expect your leader to be a centerpiece, because I don't think that that's actually what so you want. You, you want your leader to I, pull everything together. I, I have a theory, and this is kind of coming from how they're designing Shatterpoint, right? Okay. Because Shatterpoint, they have basically the box all equals up, and it's like, why does this thing cost this much? Well, it makes sense for the, bo- the box overall cost. Okay. So, like, if you take that idea and apply it to affiliations, it kind of makes sense for like these five threat leaders and six threat leaders where it's like, if you have cable, if cable was a four threat, then like the world is my oyster with my <laughs> monster creation. Yeah. And like, let's look at defenders. If strange was a four threat, like, so like maybe the threat of the character really isn't indicative of that character on its own. But the fact mm-hmm. that, they're going to make that affiliation. They're going to make the leadership and it's more to keep that uh, affiliation within a boundary limit. Because if I have cable at a four thread, that means I can run cable, Psylocke, 23 and Domino four, eight, 11. That's 14. <laughs> okay. I throw in Badger at 16. Like I can mass sometimes. So I, 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 I'm kind of thinking about this actually a lot lately. Um, maybe the cost and like this whole centerpiece and anchor is something that we as players have kind of like instilled in ourselves to what we expect. In some cases, yeah, it's absolutely true. But maybe cable thread is the way it is to keep the affiliation from like going out of the bound. I like I don't necessarily think that it's true uh, because. <laughs> <laughs> X-Force would be like fine. They wouldn't be scary. They'd be fine. Um, but in, in some cases, I could actually see this being the case. So let's look at Defenders. If OG Strange was a four threat, like... Oh, I, when OG Strange was released, he was one of the first characters that I think anyone like read that card and they were just like, oh my gosh, that's so much text. Mm-hmm. Like he had the most text printed on him like of any card that yeah. had been released at the time. And it was like, he's only a five threat. And like my only like parallel was like Modok at the time, and I was like, "That's yeah. a really like that's interesting. Like that's like he's this a completely is, different type of five scary. <laughs> Um But my my question goes to you though. Like, what do you what do you think about that theory? This little tinfoil hat angle. Tinfoil hat that we're talking about limiters. I mean, two things come to mind for me with that, and one of them is like uh, on a long enough timeline, the survival rate of everything drops to zero. And yeah. the other one that comes to mind is the the phrase that like given enough time gamers will optimize the fun out of a game. And I think that yeah. if those are in place as limiters, then they might like just as a design principle might be hurting a little bit. Well, those well, affiliations from it, though, that optimization mindset. But, but, but let's think about this. When all of these characters that are like leadership and high threat that like are commonly referred to as an anchor. So let's go OG strange, black bolt cable, she Hulk, these Thor. were all oh and Thor. These were all designed slash released within the first year of the game being out. So maybe it's an old philosophy. Yeah, maybe. I have no idea. I have no but... idea either. But I, I think it's an interesting. <laughs> I think it's an interesting thing because if you look at Shatterpoint, they and I'm not going to talk about too much of Shatterpoint. I, I just wanted to make this comparison because this game is just like just about to come out. Yeah. And we're noticing this scene where it almost seems like they're trying to tow point cost of a model 
to make the release make sense. I mean, I think the MCPs at least historically had a pretty different release cycle than what Shatterpoint's doing. So you're not wrong. Like, I don't think that the boxes have made sense in terms of of threat and things like that more often than not. I think, uh, you know, it seemed either it was arbitrary or well thought out. But like, you know, we split these models into these two boxes for you know reasons X, Y, and Z. Yeah, uh, that. So I, I think that I mean this is a fun aside. You know, that, that's one. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, how do you play with these guys, right? So, like, unlocking them sounds like it's kind of an important part, right? So if we're talking about a leader, we're talking about a high-cost leader, we're talking about a piece that isn't necessarily your centerpiece. Well, that's a, that's a, that was our main point about that. I, that just built me back in. Um, but like, how, do you, how do you play? How do you, uh, how do you unlock that, right? Because now you've got something Okay, you so number one... Every Number one, does. you you get it out of your head that it's a centerpiece because none of these yeah. models are a centerpiece. So if you're thinking that your leader is always going to be a centerpiece, I think it's actually more the opposite. It's actually we have less leaders that are a centerpiece than are. Like, let's look at Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson's not the centerpiece. He's just an enabler. Yep, absolutely. Um, let's see. Malekith. Malekith is absolutely a centerpiece in model yeah. quality and abilities. Red Skull, I would say Red Skull is a centerpiece. Um, yeah, Steve, I think that's why you see Red Skull like in X Men, yeah. because you're accentuating his strengths by giving him extra mobility and letting him just attack, 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 attack. Yeah, and and let the grunt score stuff um, for you and be a hopping point. But I, I would say if you have one of these characters that you like to play, is honestly the best advice a person can give about this is just throw everything out the window. Like anything that you yep. know or what anybody says and form your own opinion and develop your own play strategy. Cause obviously whatever you're listening to is not working. Like, because the people are like, Oh, this character sucks. This is doing this. It's not doing this. It's not doing what I want it to do. Well, maybe they're playing it wrong. Maybe they're not optimizing it and they haven't found the way that character is optimized. Like let's talk about cable for the longest time. Cable was, Hey, sit on your back point with Cable and shoot. He's not going to do much, but he's holding the back point. He's throwing two attacks out every single turn. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I play Cable midline, and he feels pretty good. Like, he's throwing. He's protecting his people. He's still contesting. But it's like, I play Cable differently than pretty much anybody else I've ever seen play Cable. Well, you've been playing him, like, longer than a lot of people have played Cable. And there's a... There's always a learning curve with pieces. Yeah. And like the more, you know, that's why, you know, reps, right? That's why we always harken back to that. Just playing something time and time and time again. You're going to learn where breakpoints are, where you need to bring them, where they need to be, like when you can get really aggressive with them, when you don't want to because they're just going to get nuked off the table. And that's something that you don't want. And then I think another thing that you get out of reps is hopefully an idea of how you can use health, your health as a resource, right? Because like you don't get extra points for having extra healthy characters or full health characters no. or anything like that. It's, it's all about making your actions and decisions actually turn into like anything really. I'm trying to get the word, but it's not coming to me. Um, so like every action I, should have. Yeah. Result. One of these, I mean, so one of these characters is like Cable and Thor are both kind of dicey characters. Yep. They, that's, so that's like one of the things that I think people look at. And so it's like, well, if you have a dicey character like this, you kind of just have to embrace that variance. And 
that's part of the play style. <laughs> And well, we also uh, have other things about them. So like, yeah, like right. what, what Thor, can, Thor can do other stuff. Like instead of doing four Asgard and going in, right, he can literally throw some hammers and throw yep. shock out there and be an enabler for his team. Yep, and sometimes that's all you need. It's just you know less damage coming in, so you're just standing around shocking stuff. Uh, there are there are easy games of Crisis Protocol, and there are difficult games of Crisis Protocol, and. Uh, I think that experience can get you a long ways when it comes to understanding like how to play these maligned <laughs> high threat <laughs> leaders. <laughs> but like, you know, like like so if we were going to start drawing comparisons between a five threat leader and what five threat leader teams look like versus what three threat leader and three threat leader teams look like you're not necessarily going wider or taller just because of the threat of your leader. It kind of enables you in some directions, but if the team composition is three, three, five, four, two, right? Like there's a lot yeah. of roads to get there. Well, I also think something that's interesting to talk about there is you talk about how it doesn't necessarily mean wider. I would argue it's going to be the same. It's just you're not taking that premier five threat now. You're taking that five threat as your leader, and if you are taking that premier five threat, then you're punished for it. So this is that's where like the lower leaderships have the ability to is they don't have to pay the premium for a premium model. They're paying the premium or a premium for a sub premium model. They're playing paying a premium for a premium model, and then they just fill with the rest of their stuff. Whereas with yeah. like let's say X Force Cable, you're just like I'm already five points in the hole and now all of my threes and fours have to be above above bar yeah and so i mean that is that's an interesting factor there right so i mean x-force right in your case you have some premier threes yeah you have a premier three or premier four probably i would say two premier threes and a premier four, which is really all you actually. I would say they have a premier two too. Like Honey Badger, I love Honey Badger. Um, I think she needs takes some getting used to how to utilize her properly. But I do think that like twenty three Domino and Psylocke are all like above curve characters. Okay, and so I mean now Cable is what you know to some extent is enabling with uh, yep. the rerolls. Everybody likes that reroll. And, and and two dice on defense, you know. Yeah, I it guess it's nothing it, to sneeze at. It, it matters <laughs> sometimes. So and you can throw it incinerate on a wild, like it's great. I mean, so at some point though, like I mean, I've had cable just nuke me off the table, and there are like can, plenty yeah. of games where you're just like, well, uh, I got, <laughs> I enabled cable to get to range five of me, and the dice like really broke. The uh, cables way. <laughs> no, I have I have something to say about this. I think the cables' biggest like thing going for him is people underestimate him. Absolutely, and and then all of a sudden he just one shot somebody, and they're like, "Huh, I've never never thought I'd come into this situation." It's like, well, you gave him to me because you didn't respect a range five. Regardless of his cable or Bucky or Rocket, it's still or the Thor. same attack. <laughs> like, 
except it's physical. It's just you're, yeah. I'm paying a premium for it. <laughs> but I could throw stuff, okay? Right. So like once you've got power, what's your what's your priority power usage with, with cable? Are you looking at uh, like Audi side and throwing stuff? Okay. So dice is just like like tertiary. If you're rolling extra dice. Like defense then, dice? Yeah. Like defense dice? Okay, so riddle riddle me this. Um why is diamond form meh out for Emma and considered something you hardly ever use? She can't play tactics cards. Okay. But do, are you doing are you doing it really to survive? Like why do you why do you go to diamond form? Because it's a last ditch effort, right? <laughs> okay. No. So there's no there's no plus side for her to go to diamond form. <laughs> I mean she she's and, slightly better and on it defense. costs and it costs her one, right, to go to diamond sure. form. Cable, it costs him two to give you two dice. <laughs> and like, like, it's just like I don't know. Like time and time again, I've just gotten bit by like I'm gonna boost my defense. All right, I did absolutely yeah. nothing. I think yeah, the, the two works. dice, like dice math, it adds up to being like, like I think it's like not even a full success, like for the dice math. And so, I mean, I've described this before, but basically, like I don't want to attack into someone who is rolling bonus dice. I won't like yeah. actively seek that out, but I am never looking at bonus defense dice on like my own defense dice and being like, yeah, I'm going to survive this for sure. I'm just like, no, it's just more points yeah. you roll. Right. Like that's, but it's like, I would rather, if I have two power, like either that on cable, either that two power is going to score me a VP with a body slide. Okay. It's going to, um, give me three damage on somebody from throwing a size two. And those, okay. those, Benefits of spending two um, power on to me is higher than yeah less. So is I smart like Ross yes. two dice. It's less than fifty percent to roll defense. <laughs> so it's like I'm going to spend two power to get less than fifty percent for a success, or am I going to spend two power to get potentially three damage to score VP? Um, mm-hmm. Like all these other things that Cable can be doing with his power that is just more objective actually factually um and beneficial to your game stakes like like his like and this comes down to evaluating these characters that are considered anchors and actually utilizing their power in a way that is gaining you value instead of variance because like sure on good variance those two defense dice will roll two two blocks but that's not consistent. What's consistent is saving that two power to be able to throw a size two at somebody or better yet, you're throwing a size four at somebody because now you have four power instead of just two. What about boosting Psylocke's dice or, or for her defense? <laughs> I think, okay. So that changes things because she has the yeah. martial artist. Um, so when you're adding other variables like that, uh, I, and it's like life or death for her, then yeah, I'm going to boost her. But this comes into evaluating the situation at hand. Um, is my value earned greater than or less than what I could be doing with the power on my next activation? Do you think that it's worth running a character like Iron, Iron Fist with Cable, right? Where you're really just maxing out the bonus defense dice? No, because where's Cable going to get the power to do that? Right, because you got to play Cable better. Yeah. So it, How it's often just is like, your Cable day? Um... If Cable's dead, it's typically because I made a bad decision, or for some reason my opponent is like hunting him 
which I never understand why that happens. <laughs> because now I have Psylocke or Logan running around freely, really nilly. Um, okay. But typically, I feel like whenever Cable dies, it's like a target of opportunity type of thing. Um, like, yeah, he's here. He's scoring you two VPs. I'm just going to take him out because Cable just dies arguably too easy for being Cable. Sure. Especially when you compare him to Strange. Like, Strange just, like, can live some attacks. Which Strange? You're all... OG. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, reroll all is just an amazing ability. You get perfect knowledge, yeah. or at least somewhat perfect knowledge, right? Rerolling defense dice. Yeah, you, sh- you have perfect knowledge on that because the attacker's rerolling first. So you're like, yeah. oh, how am I doing here? You know, how much damage am I taking? If, if I could change Cable's Telekinetic Shield, it would literally just be a flat Invulna 1. I would pay two power for Invulna 1 every single time. I think that that sort of standardization would be interesting in Crisis Protocol because I yeah. I feel like there's a lot of variability in Crisis Protocol that the sure the things are I think the the less less decisions, less are, decisions yeah. you have to make and there's less so decisions that's, that's the, thing, the, the like, random element in this game I think is it, it kind of has to remain the dice. Which is why it's more interesting to play into teams that are playing X-Force or Defenders or Midnight Suns or even Hellfire Club because, like, it's it's more fun instead of just playing the same list over and over and over again. Yeah. Let's not, let's not go down that hole. <laughs> I know. I'm not. <laughs> I'm here to talk about fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, fun stuff. I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s on that list, too, right? So I think the difference with S.H.I.E.L.D. is that obviously it's not a five-threat leader, but... uh it's it's gonna roll well, the a thing bunch about of dice shield you. is you're you're getting a super sure efficient things. leader. <laughs> there is sure thing. Um but anyways, like with, with Shield, you're getting a four threat leader who comes yeah. with a grunt. So you're not only are you getting like a four threat, you're getting a four threat who's very, very good at advancing your game state. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have to be the centerpiece either. You could easily throw Malekith or throw like something else. Like I don't, I don't see the like, yeah. I think a centerpiece. I don't. I don't think they do either. I think their centerpieces are tactics. It's like, fun to play Hulk, She Hulk, and Fury, but uh, yeah. they don't actually need a centerpiece. But that's because no. you know Hulk's fun and She Hulk's fun to play. I mean, she's another malign leader, right? That, that's like ramping it up to the next level. Now you've got a six threat leader with uh, a leadership that is oddly easy to turn off and occasionally you just like wind up just like turning on a flood of power. (laughs) Sounds like Black Bolt. I feel like, you know, Black Bolt is (laughs) Black Bolt. I've had so so many, like, you know, they say like sometimes the best thing you can do is just double move, right? Just double move. Sometimes that is the absolute best play, no matter the threat, no matter the whatever of that character. You're putting him in position for next turn. You're getting him out of a sticky situation that they're not going to get followed out of. Like sometimes you just double move, and that's sometimes just the best thing move. to do. And Black Bolt, or if you're is a baller of double moving, <laughs> if you're a baller like Cable, you move, body slide, and shoot. Hey, there you go. No, I mean, so Black Bolt has a similar turret ability. He does not have the mobility yeah. that Cable does, or the the range actual, but. uh he does have Lockjaw, so he's got a different supporting cast, right? So, yeah. And Blackpool's not really trying to be the centerpiece of that 
affiliation. You, he flips. I mean, he can be. He can centerpiece it out for you, but like just him just dropping his builder and boosting his own dice is a lot more menacing than a lot of other variations. So like, but that is a game that you either set up with lockjaw stuff or your opponent hands you on a silver platter. So I think yeah. that uh, I, he's a really, he, he, that it, he is bringing a leadership that is absolutely insane to the table. Yeah. Like it's so insane that you actually can't, use it quite as much as you like, might hope or want to i guess like <laughs> like my question though is like we're we're talking about these characters and like we're talking about all these positives like why are they anchors? Yeah. like why is cable an anchor why is black bolt an anchor why is og strange an anchor like why like why is she hulk an anchor like these are all actually like decent characters sure and they have like their 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 space but like why why are they anchors like why why have we come to this conclusion as a community that cable sucks black bolt you want you wish you had somebody else she hulk why are you playing she hulk let's go play hulk um like all these different (laughs) themes you see uh og strange more like no g um (laughs) why are you playing blade man i wish hyper was here why are you playing blade (laughs) uh Like, he doesn't do nothing. But like, like, why are these characters considered anchor characters or albatrosses, like you said earlier? I don't, I really don't get it because, like, I have a soft spot in my heart for Cable, as many sure. people know. Yeah. And I, I also think that Cable's, like, actually decent. Like, I don't think he's, like, the bane of existence and the reason why X Force struggles. The reason why X Force struggles is because they don't really have any, like, what are you actually netting? from playing x-force you get cat and mouse that's cool i mean that's Um, kind of the defenders issue too right because like it's not necessarily it's not that og strange is bringing you down it's that your utter lack of like abusable or like even like situationally appropriate (laughs) well it's it's just like like you can play pentagrams on later turns right there's no reason you can't do that and you can actually like i there is there's there are things that are there that yeah, like are there for the taking, like. But it's it's, it's very just... much like it's almost like that character is getting punished by the community and shunned to the corner. Is it of no of of no like regard to like how the character actually is? Because I see people, I see people all the time talk about Cable. Cause like the X Force Discord, like, oh, Cable let me down again. Sure. And I'm used to it. It's called like it's called Cable Dice for a reason. Um, <laughs> So I mean, you're like, admitting something there, right? Like, <laughs> I, I have a love hate relationship with Cable, but it's it's very much like you look at his kit, and yeah. it's like, why does this character suck? Like, why it doesn't make any sense on paper? Cable's like really, really good, um, yeah. but in practice, like if he misses one of those early shots and he doesn't get that power train flowing, he is struggle busting the entire game. Yeah. So, okay. Like I can segue into some Thor strategy with that because one of the things that I learned with Thor is that you can kind of slow roll Thor into the combat and you spend the first, you know, like turn, maybe even turn two, what you want to be able to do is start your turn with three power. So barring like power disruption or bonus power, that means that like turn one, you can like walk and throw a hammer and then turn two, you've got three power. You can do cool things with three power. Sometimes that's stand right where you are 
and throw two hammers. <laughs> Start your yeah. next turn with three power. <laughs> and then as and the then game develops not... around him, he can go and like try to like end the end the end the matchup. I also feel like we're like these characters that we're talking about, you have Black Bolt, Cable, Thor, Blade, She Hulk, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um I'm glad we didn't have OG Strange on the list this time. Because he oh, yeah, really doesn't deserve to be on it. He, he's I mean, only on that list because of his defenders' like issues. The issue with the disagree. defenders. But what's the difference? Like, where does OG Strange outperform Cable? <laughs> no, I, 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 this, I, I don't, don't think it's apples think to apples. No, I don't think it's apples but, to apples. In all honesty, like I think that that OG Strange is a completely different character, and. Uh-huh. They're both support pieces to some extent. They're both like mm-hmm. he, like so. Strange is healing. He's outright healing his team. I mean, obviously, like on it's one of those like on paper and practice things, right? Because like on yeah. paper, Strange has all the tools, and the defenders roster is oh my god stacked. Like from top Strange to bottom, has control options. Okay, Strange has control and- options. Cable has damage options. There you go. Oh, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You just said it right there. Hey, yeah. Danny. <laughs> Um, but it's like, it's, it's very much though. Like, like if we're looking at that, then maybe X-Force's issue isn't cable and people can stop whining about cable and it's <laughs> just access cards that X-Force has available to them. Maybe just maybe. So, okay. So now, I mean, if it's not characters and it's tactics cards, right? So like, do we just have a situation where our five threat leaders are also coupled like with like an unfortunate like, that's but that's that's that the common that is the common denominator though for <laughs> what tactics cards because the inhumans what? the inhumans have like four what? and like they're like they're all okay. trash they're all oh no, no they're, they're all, all they're, no let's be real one is good two are okay one is one good is like <laughs> probably okay not. okay so you have one good and two you may or may not be taking sure yeah okay. probably X Force has one you take and one that doesn't even exist and then one that is super niche and you can build your list around it to make work, but it's probably just better off to not. So you have one. Defenders, you have one that you probably wish was what it used to be and it makes you cry every time you look at it, so you probably burned it. Um, and then you have Doctor Strange cards. Like... I- is, what is what else do defenders have? Is it just pentagrams? Um. So yes, the other cards that the defenders have are the OG Strange cards. So they have seven buns of Cinnabus and vapors. Cinnabons. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> so it's like literally it's just Doctor Strange cards. So it's yeah. like the common denominator across these are just like meh. But then we get to Thor and Asgard, who arguably have Odin's some of these really good. Yeah. amazing tactics. Rainbow Bridge, Odin's Blessing. Um, yep. The other one that I can't remember the name of right now. Oh, Dune Prophecy. Uh, like, arguably some really good cards. Yeah. So is it the same issue here, or is it literally just... like, like that? That is the one that is the outlier. Asgard is an outlier readers. in this conversation, in my opinion. Because number Why one is that? that so Thor is either an eight and a half threat or he's like uh, less than three threat, depending on how the game goes for you. 
because so, so, yeah, the, the fat Thor or Ragnarok Thor. Pretty much. Yep. Like those are your, you're getting one of the two and you don't know which one you're going to get every single time he activates. <laughs> and so like you can have a game where he just swings back and forth. You have a game where he's balls to the wall and you'll have a game where he just underperforms for the entire game. And you also have about, you, know, you have multiple ways to play Thor. But the thing about it is that you have to pick like which mode you're going to play your Thor in for that round. And you don't know if you're rolling the dice part of that, you don't know what's going to happen. So if you're like, all I want to do is drop a shock on this guy and hopefully do no damage. Well, you just got to roll dice and see what happens. You're rolling five dice. So like, I've just like accidentally KO'd a miles before that like lost me priority. And you're just like, how did that even happen? Like, uh, I rolled like eight. I, crits, right? I've like, loved wow. my, I've <laughs> my four Asgard. And then I KO'd you with a hammer that I somehow right? did eight damage on. Okay, so like, I I think maybe one thing to touch on here is how easy, no, how hard it is to detach like successful turns from like good play or something, right? Like there are amazing ways to like play this game with strategy. And like we talk all the time about how the dice mess that up. But like you have like other situations in this game where like, I had a really good strategy. Well, I, I have decided I have to roll some dice, and it went really, really bad. For me I because I, I feel decision. like the only thing that you can consider good strategy, or like I made a really big brain play here, uh-huh. is something that didn't require dice. Oh, I would say it's anything that's like you you make a decision after the results of dice, where you're able to like roll dice and well, then. Well, so like my, my thing is, but that doesn't like ultimately the decision you're making isn't what required dice because the decision is like based off of a dice's effect sure but sometimes so, it's like, only more dice to be fair fair um i just think that like to be when fair. you're looking at at marvel it very much is like the decisions that you're making to put yourself in positioning to put yourself in a throw pull all the stuff that is diceless is where the big brain plays are. We going in and <laughs> winning like a game. Back on this podcast and you listen to the early episodes. You were railing against like sure things. I swear you were. I swear. I swear I you was. were. Because I'm the sure thing was. guy. But, it's, but like, it's very much you look at it though, and it's very much when you look at stuff that happens in this game. I don't know. I just I, I keep seeing stuff where it's like, That's true, man, though. that was I, such a big brain play. I went in and I. I hit six crits off this attack, and it's like, oh, so you got lucky. Like, no, I made the right choice. It's like, well, statistically, you should have lost that attack. Like, it, it like math, dice math didn't <laughs> add up. So, like, technically, if you want to, like, say it was a big brain play, you actually made a fool's errand of a decision and got yeah. lucky. But this um, game, this game is not Marvel, Marvel math protocol. No, 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 it's not. But, like, I, I, I have come to a. I guess conclusion that I don't care about the math. Like I, I like my dice have always been just so Sweeney. Like I'm going to throw five dice into your 10 dice. You count. <laughs> it's blessed. not just I don't you. Care. It's not just you. I swear. It's not just you. <laughs> I think the whole community needs to come to this realization though. But like, I guess like what yeah. I, what, what, what kind of like, I guess, you know, what really grinds my gears is <laughs> when somebody says they made it a big brain play and it's all cocky about it when it's like, you know, you had a you rolled four dice into five defense and you got ten damage. Like that is not a big brain play. That is you got lucky. Um, <laughs> like I don't know. I, I I've seen it a couple of times. And I'm just like, wow. Like 
Dice be dice, bro. Like, and it, it's very much. I, I, I really just like and this. This kind of helps if you're playing X Force. Um, like, really, really take this to heart. Um, don't care about dice math. Like, most of the time, it's gonna do whatever the dice want to do. If it's your and, game, it's your game. If it's your day, it's yeah. your day. Like, and it's <laughs> it's, it's very much like <laughs> instead of like. Now, I'm not saying go just make like aimless attacks because you can right. and, you, and Dizzard told you don't worry about the dice math. Oh, absolutely. Like, you can throw games have away. An, like, have, an end, <laughs> have an end result for what you're doing. Be like, okay, I need to attack this person because it's going to net me this and this. Don't be like, well, Dizzard said dice don't matter, so I'm going to go ahead and attack this dude. Well, I mean, um, if you're like, okay, so like if you're like playing with like Rogue or like Jean Grey and you're like, do you yeah. do a spender? Because like you have to buy a throw. Like, sure. That's different. Yeah, but, but like it's it's very much like Unless make lose your priority. Make wise decisions. <laughs> make make those wise decisions. I don't know how we ended up on this, but it's it, I don't know. I guess I got in a little. No, but it's good play, right? Like you have to you have to it understand the, the the costs. So so that's another interesting thing about fives is that they might not be centerpieces, right? But these 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 dicey fives, they also roll a lot of dice. They do you know a who's lot a of dicey things five? on the table. And is a centerpiece. Who's that? He comes with a grunt. Oh, wait. There's a five for the man. Those grunts would have to be spectacular. And he's a leader too. A five threat. <laughs> and he's a leader. Okay. So is that is that the is that the comparison point? Is that where we're like okay, like that's a good. I, uh, I, you're gonna okay. make us do it. So look, you put next to Let's Go. You put Thor on the other side of that, and you're like, okay, I think. Like, Show me. I think one hundred percent. I think one hundred percent. It's it's a change in philosophy and game design. Like you see it on their right. cards. Like it's it's very much Red Skull is new MCP. Cable and Thor is old MCP. Hashtag left behind. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, tell me I'm wrong. Like tell, prove me, prove me wrong or prove me right. Because I one hundred percent think that. I think that like it's one hundred percent. Like AMG has said, okay, we need to advance the game. We need to do with these characters. I'm not going to say the PC word because I don't believe in it, but like, it's like it, for all intents and purposes, the like PC they had to power creep. Um, <laughs> like, like they have to like adjust. Like, and I think um, it was yeah. Will talking on a Shatterpoint interview. Right. And he was talking about that. One thing that they did with MCP was they released a model and then the next releases were really designed to like deal with the model. And they, I, I'm not like I'm absolutely paraphrasing here. I don't remember what exactly he said, but like hmm. that that almost inherently means that you're going to ultimately have this powering up of the game as it goes along. Because in order to outdo the last one, you gotta do something a little different. And then next thing you know, you're at the next level power. Like instead of nine thousand, you're at ten thousand. Um, <sighs> That's really so. Okay, so then. Here's a tinfoil hat thing for you, then. If that's the yeah. case, they designed a lot of models. A lot of models. Absolutely. And then Well, you got to think have, about it. Is the stuff that we're getting just, now... Yeah, has was, the power like, creep just been hidden behind this? As they, like, release models that were designed earlier, but maybe were more powerful, and then the, they sprinkle in some of the ones that were designed to be those other I, models that were released I still, I'm still of the opinion that power creep hasn't hit this game yet. I think what we're seeing with like what we see is the high end 
we've seen the low end and we've seen the mid and like this last year of releases has been like almost nothing but high end characters. Okay. So I think to explain, if you don't mind, I'm going to put this into a little bit more detail so that people don't think you're gaslighting. Yeah, go ahead. I think that what you're trying to say is that the game was designed on a power level (laughs) from like top to bottom. Well, I mean, like, it's been this and we're experiencing like, power creep because we're seeing models in this range, and we've only Lil ever experienced models in this lower Lil, range before. Six has straight up said characters, but it's not are actually power creep because the game is designed with this ceiling. Wilshick has said characters are designed on a bell curve. So, like right now, I feel like we're getting all it's of the like fucking a bell curve now, though. Um, <laughs> You're this is wrong. the J curve. <laughs> but I just, like, I mean, like, it's just crazy because you look at the past year of releases and show me, like, a bad character. No, and kudos to them for that. Uh, I do stand by my comment that um, things are maybe a little less fun to play against as they are to play, which is I just, problematic. And I can, this, this comes back to, in my opinion, the biggest issue in the game right now is time to kill is just too low. Like, they need to sure. increase defense. Maybe no, even like it's that a game state. Like, uh, so well, I don't know. Shatterpoint's interesting with you know to reference Shatterpoint. So to set the record straight, <laughs> Desert and I have played a fair amount of Shatterpoint, and it, it maybe has taken away a bit from some of my active chasing of MCP games. So I'm, I'm still in it for the X Force. Uh, absolutely, I'm still having fun with MCP. I, I enjoyed the game. I I cannot state that enough. It's a it's a great game. I just. Like it's more like Commander to me right now. I think that <laughs> they are <laughs> paving a different direction. Where I love Commander, it's fun. You just got to play with the right people or people with the you know like minds. Doesn't matter what you choose, just like minds. Um, <laughs> but Shatterpoint is a lot more metered in its health, which is crazy because when I first started playing MCP, I was just amazed that like my stuff could be on the board next turn, even though something terrible happened to me, and that was like. Fantastic. That is and... what got me into MCP mm-hmm. was because I, I was watching a stream of Epic Duck Studios. He was painting. He was painting Captain America. I was like, oh, what's this? This is really cool. He's like, oh, this is for his new game coming out next month called uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm like, oh, what is that? He's like, man, the coolest part about this game is they've basically removed the Alpha Strike. You always have a way back in. And here we are three years later where it's like, I watched, we saw a screenshot from a game. Time to kill is too damn short. It is. As I said, the story is characters just die way too quickly. And I think that also comes back to, to bring this back around to our anchors, right? Is none of these characters consistently attribute to that. And all of these characters are... Fragile Easy enough to, to disappear. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, they, so they all like... roll dice. Like, the one thing all of these characters have in common is that they all roll large pools of dice for almost everything they do. Um, OG Strange being a little bit less on the like bulk of dice front, a little more on the quality front. But, like, Reroll yeah. All is amazing. Reroll All with perfect knowledge is a great ability. But it's also, like, not, like, anywhere close to, like, the most powerful ability in the game. Because it's Reroll All. So you're just trying again. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I think, I think it's like the consistency is vastly different. And this, this, this comes to question. This has, I think you have this on your, um, your note here of 
Where is it at? Give me one second. Why is it hard? Why is it harder? <laughs> um, oh, I think it was a listener question. Okay. But yeah, let's go ahead. Why is it hard? Why is it harder? Uh, team composition. You have to look, you have to have like some depth in your affiliation in order to I make think, good stuff out of it. I think it comes down to not getting sunken down into traps and making, like you said, proper choices with your splash characters that are going to actually enable you to play that you're trying to play instead of hinder you because you're so used to being yep. able to say, cool, I'm going to throw ahead Malakith in there. Malakith can help me win games. Not with X-Force. You're not playing Malakith right. until like 18 threat. Like, and at that point you're still only three wide is Malakith enough to cover your ass when you have cable Malakith and 23, like that team does not seem fun to me. Um, that's a lot. So I why mean, is it? I feel like, like, so yeah. So like, that's the kind of team that you, you just can't play. So like yeah. some of these, like, you know, niche affiliations like this, like you're just not leaning into whatever that meta is. And like, as a, an on and off, incredibly sweaty, try hard for MCP and every game I've ever played. The scariest thing to me is the guy playing the off meta roster that he has been playing forever because that's so me. <laughs> I am the scariest guy at Nova. Like that is the scariest thing to me because that's like, I punted to web warriors basically at Nova last year. That was the plan, right? Yeah. We punted to web warriors. Dude had done nothing but played web warriors and he yeah. smoked you. And like he all he did was you, play web warriors. Yeah. He smoked you like that pork butt that made wow. that delicious wow. cold we're really pork. really really twisting the knife in this one what else happened in Nova last year <laughs> i made a terrible decision that ultimately led you to a position to where you could absolutely destroy me with dice on top of my yep. bad decision because nothing go. feels worse than making a bad decision and then sinking the knife with dice <laughs> see I, I balanced it out finally i was not complaining about how you diced me and Cheers. turned it around <laughs> to i made a bad decision and then you diced me yep we had good games yeah, i'm back for vengeance my, my web warriors hey you know well we'll see what happens it's gonna be fun to go from like super it's okay team we'll get third again round two, we'll get third <laughs> again, round two. <laughs> no dodge i'm excited for the team tournament. Dodge like Anybody who's like going to Nova, like you better. What, what's our oh, man? I don't want to like Joey's not here, so we can't. We don't have a team name yet. Oh wow, we don't. You're right. The sweaty tryhards. No, because we're, we're not. not our lists are not the tryhard. That's why it's funny. No, no. Like we should. Be, if anything, we're the dark horse. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to just say that. <laughs> But they're all dark. Katy Perry. They're just horse house Katy Perry. My Katy God. Perry. <laughs> all right, oh, moving on. Uh, what's your all next right. point you got here? You got leaning into affiliation and personal well, play style. I don't think I, think, I don't think we finished. Why is it hard? Why is it harder? Because okay, there, there are more reasons, right? It's like team competition I mean, we touched on, right? Options. You are basically iced out of uh, a lot of what the, the meta winds up being. So, like, if there is a meta for Crisis Protocol, it is that. You can make the most powerful characters go into any affiliation. And so, whatever affiliations are creating the greatest uh, combination, you know, like, uh, greater than the sum of their parts... 
for whatever the best models are in the game right now, which kind of segues into a listener question, but I guess we'll touch on the rest of this then. Well, but I, I, you know, or do we touch it now? No, uh, we'll touch it later. Okay. But like, I want to, I feel like, it... okay, like we have the big three. It's very commonly referred to as big three. You got Thanos, Malk, Red Skull, right? Um, or Hulk rather, not Red Skull. I big four. I consider Red Skull. Big four. Like it's big. a big four. Yeah. Um, who are arguably one everywhere in the meta, and arguably two, like completely alter what you need to do to play that game, and that's why they're considered like a big four or a big three, whatever you want to call it, because they're altering how you play the game. Yeah. Um, so and then. With a lot of these lists, you can't just bring that character because you have a five threat, and I'm going to try and throw a seven threat in there. Okay, right. I am now at you're what, so 13. Tall. And, you're, yeah, and, you, and, and now you have an anchor, right? Because, like, Cable is a lot of things, but Cable yeah. is not that great at helping two other models be as good yes. as he is trying to make help you know, everyone which, else on a team. Which comes into, like... Don't fall into the trap of just trying to throw these meta breakers into your list mm-hmm. because they don't fit. They they like they don't fit. If you have a five threat leader, you should be looking at as many three threats as you can. If you can fit so, fours yeah. and make it feel good, do fours. Like I'm running a lot of fours because I'm also throwing Hellfire Club as a splash. Find an answer. You know, get somebody yeah. like 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 a Ronin, right? Where it's like, is he a, a super solid piece? No. I mean, he's not the best, right? He's probably not even the best four, but... I think Ronan has been the dark Lord. horse since like, he was released in the game. Absolutely. Because, like, everybody always shits on Ronan, but I'm like, Ronan gives you everything that you could possibly want on a character. He has control. He's got throws. Right? He's got... Like, tell me this pen. Like, tell me all the attributes of Ronan, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> like, like, tell me tell me what you look for in a character. Oh, that's Ronan. Like, that's, that's Ronan to a T. Why isn't he played more? I don't know. <laughs> like I don't, I don't right? know. Like size yeah, four wild push on a range four attack. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's energy, dies, and like... it's energy. Like yeah. it's like Ronan is actually like, and I know Omnis. If Omnis hears this, he's probably going to come up and say, <laughs> "I have been Ronan's boy since he was released." Like Ronan is probably the most underrated four threat in the entire game. I, I so, would not. Uh, I know that like, you use Ronan in like your clapback X yeah. Force like roster like. Like that's the kind of piece that you bring in instead of bringing in a Malekith. You have to bring in another force multiplier that's like on your theme, on your point. Yes. And I'm not saying like your theme is X Force. I'm saying your theme was like clap back. And so like yeah. if you if your if your roster has a, a recurring well, synergy, like we go right? like we go to right go now. With. Right now I run Cable Psylocke Logan. And that's pretty much every single list I do when I'm running X Force. <laughs> Who needs and... that? You've got that much clap. <laughs> yes, and that's, that's exactly it. Though is it's like it's no longer clap back. It's just clap. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's straight up just like like oh you want to come because like, like in my opinion this is yeah. this is where the decision came from is it's like like what is predominant in the meta? Well, center center line center line grabs. Cool. Yeah. You have a center line grab that you expect to survive. Good luck. Like, I will throw Logan, I will throw Psylocke at you, and yeah. you are no longer really safe. Um, but that's like, again, you come back to, what is my theme? My theme is denying that center grab. My theme is to being hyper-aggressive really early in the game and providing a pressure that a lot of people like really can't 
handle. Like it's it's really hard to be like, yeah, I can survive a Logan and or a Psylocke while also getting shot at by Cable, while also right. getting a twenty three to the face. Right. And then Let's you have terrible tactics cards. cards, so you have and plenty then I of have, room for things like Mark for Death. Exactly. Or right. like Recal, or Eyes on the Prize, because I'm taking Bill sneakily, or all of these tech things. And that's the coolest thing about these like anchor people that are considered anchors, is you may not have the bee's knees when it comes to like the words on your card, or tactics cards, or even leaderships. But what that means is you can just be like, I'm going to go ahead and bluff. And next thing you know, I got a full house. <laughs> I, I I think that's true, though. Like, tell me No, it's wrong. true. It is. Like, no, that's very like, true. Like, So, like, I mean, that goes, I, I, I will die on the hill. Like, if it's yeah. your day, it's your day. If it is your day, it is your day. It doesn't matter if you brought Red Skull and every Counts Blanks character in the game. I'm telling or, you right now, Nova's going to be my day. X-Force is going to be Nova. <laughs> um, Hey, but no, I gotta get through I, I me. It might think, be my day. I we gotta get through everybody think, else, and it I might be know. their day. <laughs> it's okay. It'll all be for fun because Nova is not an LVOIS. Uh, Thank the Lord. Like I, I, the LVOIS is a beautiful thing. I love that not everything you know, is an LVOIS this year. I I agree, but I'm not play the game. I just no, want to have fun at no an event. I want I want to like look back at last year's Nova. And then make this year's Nova even better. And I 100% um, expect you to have some of that um, minty goodness. Oh, there will be Fernet. Okay, I couldn't remember <laughs> the name of it, and I didn't want to say the wrong thing. So I just left it at minty goodness. Um, I'll bring the Sour Monkeys, because that's there we what go. I'm going for. Um, anyways, uh, man, I, like, like, it's crazy, because it's still like four months away. But, oh, it's like, the road to Nova. The struggle bus to now, Nova. That's what we should call this. This whole series this should be the bus struggle bus to Nova. I mean, it's, it's not wrong. <laughs> that like, should I am be the team much... name. <laughs> oh, there we go. Struggle bus to Nova. <laughs> Boom. We did there it, boys. Okay, sorry. I need to look at Nova because I would have forgotten. If I <laughs> um, but like. I think, you know, I'm going to say this now, too. I, I think it also comes back to remembering why you're playing this game. Amen. Like, right? Because I had the year off of X-Force, and I, I'm not going to lie, like, I really didn't have fun with MCP that year. And as soon as I got back onto X-Force, I was like, man, I lost that game, but it's probably the most fun, like, game of MCP I've played in, like, a year. Um, Like... I encourage people to like, like, literally, like, play what you really want to play. If you want to play those try-hard lists, go for it. I don't care. You want to play your favorite characters, go for it. It's more fun that way. Like, at the end of the day, you paid money for these miniatures, and like, play them how you want to play them. If Sam wants to go and represent Ooh. Thanos Guardians, then like, <laughs> he's gonna represent Thanos Guardians. Which leads me to a listener question that we'll get to here in a little bit, but I think we should probably start yeah. to wrap up the main topic. Uh, let's That's hit fine. your last point. What was it? Uh, why Mal and Thanos are different. So why Mal and... Because and, and I think the biggest Dorm, thing here... To a certain extent, too, right? Because he's another I, one I was going like, to say, like even I was gonna say here, it's like, you're looking at 7+. plus. 
Like, I don't yeah. know why you would play Thanos without a gem unless you were challenged by a listener. Ah, which is a second Thanos listener question. Gem. I have uh, an answer for that question. You already have. Oh, yeah. um, oh no, I have a different answer for that. I have, I have a better okay, answer fair. for that question. But uh, why Mal and Thanos... Oh, I also want to hit the previous statement because I think that's really important. Okay. Um, but why Mal and probably Thanos are different than the above list? I think Mal and Thanos are different because, one, they're a 7-plus threat and they have all the yeah. tools. The coolest part about Thanos is you adjust his toolkit based on the gems and his threat level. Um, oh, and yeah. I could do that from the Epic Game. It was such an amazing experience. But now I can't do that. So now you have to set up Thanos for the entire thing. But... That's fair. Uh, that was actually I, I forgot that's what it used to be done. God, the like, glory days! Literally. How could you forget that? Oh, I know because you blocked it out. <laughs> that's fair. I didn't play Black Order. Or Thanos. Arguably, though, like Thanos was a better splash back then because you literally your tools and your tech pieces were your gems. The game is best between two and six threat. With two actions yeah. a turn. That's how the whole design has worked. When Thanos could do three actions at nine threat, like, come on. When now. anybody can do three of actions. Course. Of course. Like, of course it was once you break, Once you break those rules, you're you're towing into some, like, NPE, in my opinion. I don't want, I wouldn't say necessarily NPE, but like, you're towing into it. I, I, repos- having your own models repositioned is one of the most uncomfortable experiences in like minis gamings, this game has a yeah. ton of it. So like you either get over the bad touch real quick or like it, it will just get under your skin. And the same Steam thing with the is. dice. The dice are so swingy. Like, wow, these All dice, right. they're crazy. Um, leaning into affiliation and personal play styles. I yeah. think we've like really kind of harped on this, this entire episode so far. And like, just like our, I guess like internal mission objective or philosophy as a pod in general is like play what you want to play and play what suits you don't be netlist and and like i guess like like netlist if it fits you but like don't be like like i'm gonna take this because that's who you are no no judgment though bro (laughs) yeah but it's like straight up like like leaning into affiliation and play styles like I am still a 100... Like, there's people that are winning tournaments with X-Force. I saw one the other day where somebody won a local Yeah, with X-Force. well, I mean, that was, like, Joe So, like, yeah. it's not like we're talking about like, like solid play, solid player. But you know how much work Joe has put into X-Force? Like, I, all, like yeah. I would arguably say as... He's probably been at the X-Force train as long as I have, if not... Like, nobody's been in longer because I've been since they came out. Um... Because even when I took my year break, I was secretly doing shadow games with X-Force. What? Oh my goodness. So you were still hooking uh, up with your ex-girlfriend on the side while you were telling everybody else you guys were broken up? Oh, I feel betrayed right now, Diz. I'm not going to lie. Oh, I figured dang. everybody saw that already happening. But right. yeah, it's straight up like lean lean into like what you know. Like you want to, if you're a controlly person, you want to play that blue deck, play that fucking blue deck. Sure. If you... If your favorite affiliation or your pet affiliation is also the way that you like to play this game, you won. Like, yeah, that, you're having fun. You, you're you using won. your money wisely. Uh, I didn't realize we had some chat going on. Uh, Rich, <laughs> Thanos without a gem is one of the worst characters in the game. You um, shut your mouth, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, man. Just, but, yeah, uh, 
Can we do that listener question? Can we just can we just do that? Here we are. Okay, let's go ahead. One hour listener questions. Read 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 Big Al's listener question to me if you would please. Um, words, listener questions. Not a question, but since Finger Guns Pew Pew <laughs> likes Thanos so much, I challenge him to run a list with no gems on him. It can be splashing a list from Big Al. Sure, Big Al. I will do it when they give me Silver Surfer and Adam Warlock. And they all fit at like good threat levels. And then I will play a gemless Thanos hanging out with his two best pals and probably Cosmic Ghost Rider if I can fit him in too. And we're just going to like go from there. For now, no. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing on that. Why would I do that? Why? I almost responded to that. Like, but why? Like, but like, why? Ah, why, 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 why? I don't want to purposefully leave home like tools for a character. Like, yeah, I, I can't unsee optimization. Doesn't mean I okay. want to. Like, doesn't mean I like have to play the most optimized of optimized of best of best of best stuff. I want to explore. I want to experiment. That's where I get joy in this game. So, like, experimenting with a gemless Thanos is just like bringing a six-threat character that has to get engaged in combat and doesn't have any, like, extra tools to get there, and it's easily ignored. Cool. I would not, I wouldn't choose to bring him. I love Thanos, but, like, that doesn't mean I want to, like, have a bad time playing stuff that's no good. <laughs> Let's see... There are some All good right, ones next. in here. What else do yeah, we have yeah, here? I'll ask you one. It. Okay, go ahead. I got to find him first. Hold on. Bam, here we go. With Thanos Guardians winning events and qualifiers all over the place, uh, what's the, been your solution into them from Rom Okay, Life? so fun fact is my first game of the uh, lunch meat sandwich is a Thanos Guardians list. Uh, have you played Mirror, that game? Mirror, a long time ago. I haven't played it in a while. Uh, what's your solution I'm, into them? Because I'm sure they're not listening, right? No, he definitely yeah, <laughs> is. He's like, like, it's actually a mirror image, and uh, I, know, I know he listens to us. Um, in all reality, I, with my list specifically, I actually play X-Force into Thanos Guardians because Psylocke ain't no slouch, um, and Logan ain't either. Um, Thanos dies. Like, that's the difference between yeah, Thanos, Thanos now and Thanos a year ago, is that Thanos dies yeah. now. Like, Thanos dies, Guardians die, like... It's all about it's. I think the Guardians Thanos matchup is all about prioritizing your target. Like that matchup is one hundred percent. Like, who do I need yeah. to kill first? Well, I mean, it's you not, have energy attacks. You have great energy yeah. attacks. Into well, it's, uh, it's notoriously weak to energy. It's like, it's yeah. very much also. It's like it's very much. And I think X Force. If you need to get better at target prioritization, go just play X Force. X Force teaches you how to do target prioritization really, really well. Um, because I think the Thanos Guardians matchup is 100%. Who do I ki- need to kill first, and then second, and then third? And then just lean into that as much as possible. And then you're trying to keep parity as well as you're doing that. Because you're going to get moved. You're going to be put into situations where you don't really want. So it's like you're scoring the points that you know that you're going to score. And then you're taking out the people you know to take out. Don't waste your actions doing stuff you know is going to be undone by your opponent. Why am I going to go sit on a stand secure when I know Thanos is just going to move me off of it? So why don't I just like move and attack an opponent instead of move, sit on a point that I'm going to lose anyways? 
So would you agree with Nikki when he says play X-Force? For me specifically, absolutely, because I think <laughs> X-Force actually wins that matchup. Okay. Uh, I have personally done very poorly against <laughs> that roster and uh, various iterations of it uh, because I tend to run uh, rosters that are like, you know, either somewhat really bad into that? counter yeah like counter to it or just not very good into it right because like, i like playing asgard i'm like well that's not great i like playing convocation oh those are some energy attacks i really don't want to see and uh i play uh rosters with thanos in it and it's like well i'm not as wide as you so your thanos gets to do more things than mine yeah and uh i think that uh the the uh the deluca lockjaw play is a fantastic option into any sort of thanos team Reality Thanos is going to displace as many models as he can pay to, but he can only displace them once. So you don't have to worry about the tractor beam. You still have to be careful about the midline, um, but you have options into him when you can save a lockjaw for after their Thanos and pull back or otherwise rescue whoever they've decided to pull out. And you kind of have to kind of bunch up for this. So there are decisions that you should probably be making in roster construction. You also probably don't want to be playing their game. And so you need to figure out between the secures and the extracts, which one of those you don't want to see. And then you have to do the impossible and win priority. So you can make that decision. Like that's <laughs> like, these are all, it, 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 it's one of those situations where it's like, well, you got to bring a silver bullet in roster construction maybe bring a tactics card that you're going to play specifically into the Thanos matchup, like something like maybe like a kick them while they're down where it's like, okay, I have to maximize my dice into this incredibly defensive character. And, uh, you know, there's, there's other options, but your strategy should probably kind of cater to trying to, to beat that and not play their game or force them onto a game that they don't like, like uh, spider portals or something along those lines where they've got to or spread it's, out. It's, and waste it, it really just, it really just comes down to what I said, where it's like, like, why am I going to go sit on a standpoint when I know Thanos is going to move me? Like, why? Like, right. why don't if I just like Thanos, bring flip secures. better? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bring flip secures and figure out your X-Men matchup. <laughs> like, I don't have that option because I've already submitted my list and my list is like no flips. Oh, even with Logan? You're a madman. Ha! You see what I did there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Mad Men for X Force anymore. It used to be wow. really good, but I don't. I don't like it anymore. I mean, everything's good on Mad Men, so I, I kind of get that. Yeah, that's but that's Thanos the biggest scene. Thanos isn't good. Well, that's, that's the biggest thing about Mad Men is like there's too many teams that have an edge on me where I don't like it. Where it's like I could play Meteors, where neither of us have an edge, but I like <sighs> the layout better. Thanos has a lot more play on that, but I mean, you're not worried about that matchup, right? So like that's yeah. that's a situation for you to to not worry about. Right. Absolutely. All right. Ragnathal, with Nudok hitting the tables, I've been thinking about CS. Do you think Criminal Syndicate will ever live up to the hype and win something big? And if so, do you think it will be with Kingpin, SL, Shadowlands, Daredevil, or Nudok? Um, I think the issue, the biggest issue with CS is they're always the bridesmaid and never the bride. Um, they're always <laughs> talked up. They're always like, wow, be on the lookout for CS. And then everybody practices against CS and comes up with a plan with how to deal with CS. 
The issue with CS is they have an outstanding leadership. All three of them, I think, have pretty good leaderships. I think Kingpin and Daredevil beat out. But Kingpin and Daredevil don't really match up. Um, the issue then also happens is every time CS is really, really good is like right in the middle of when like these big events are. And then by the time the big event actually happens or the finals happen, CS is like time to shine is like already over. That's because everyone was practicing CS for that yeah. event. <laughs> so it's like, I think the biggest issue that CS has going for them is everybody talks about CS. Like it's a pillar and every, yeah, it's, it's King, like Kingpin. You have to play, you have to have an but answer. Then, but then you it comes do. down to it. It's like, then why is mouth Thanos and Red Skull and Hulk such a big issue? Cause everybody's talking about them. Okay. Because Kingpin, like you have, like all you have to do is have a strategy. You don't need like special tools built in. You can't build yeah. special tools in if you feel like you're weak to it. But like you don't have to build special tools into Kingpin. If you're designed to win the secure game, right? Like one body counting for two is still zero just, when it's not on the point. Throw them off. Yeah, exactly. Off. Right. So like if but you're built to play that game, like you have game against CS. If you're built to play flips, you probably have game against CS. I, I kind of wish that Doc had had like his like swirlies on. Yeah. Flips. Yeah. I just I think that's really what it, all it is when it comes down to CS is like I would love to see CS actually win something big because it's like they're always talked about as being like the boogeyman of the meta, and then they just fall short. Absolutely, but there's always that CS player who makes the top eight, right? That's the yeah. that's the guy. That's the guy that I'm afraid of. That's the guy that yeah, never stops. Then they get CS. taken out. They get mm-hmm. taken out pretty early, and then the arguably whatever scarier is there. Uh, four meter. How do you think altering crisis start range to seventeen to twenty two would affect the game? More degeneracy or less degeneracy? Um, I don't want anything above twenty. To be completely honest, I don't want anything above twenty. More I points, think, more degeneracy. <laughs> I think probably less feels fifteen. Bad I think fifteen to twenty is actually like fine. Arguably, fifteen should probably go too, and it should be sixteen to twenty. Um, but you like having options, like. Everybody 15 is like, yeah, well, it's like, like 15, 15 lets you like, can you like handle this with your list? Well, and then like, like... <laughs> sorry, but then sorry. 20, 20 just becomes like, bring, do you, like, like, do you want to see Thanos, Malekith, and Immortal game. Hulk on the table? Do you want to see that on like a, like EMAP? Cause you could get that on an EMAP if you wanted it. At twenty, it could happen. Yeah, but they're not twenty-two. You don't need to be affiliated. Twenty-two. Yeah, why? Why do you need to be affiliated with that? <laughs> there. All right. Um, from Nick E, what are ways you would change or modify some other fours that come up to more recent power levels, like OG School, Sinister, Colossus, Wolverine, and a five like Cable? Um, go ahead. Go ahead and talk. I'm pro desktop. Oh, I'm up. Oh, geez, you're just going to leave me with this? This is like the whole last episode. Like, I, I think that there are characters in the game that need a dust-up. Absolutely. What would I do to change them? <laughs> Give them a bunch of busted abilities that would probably make the game worse than it is? Because, like, I don't know what's good. <laughs> I played with Black Order when they were busted, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is like, all right. Yeah, it's hard to play, but... 
<laughs> but was it though? Like, I don't know. Like it's, uh, OG Red Skull is a very interesting piece to me. My experience playing OG Red Skull has been using him as basically an, an, uh, a very expensive objective runner in very tall teams that are like only like three wide. And now I think that he's just kind of outclassed by, by New Skull in a lot of ways. I think you just find room for the five. I, you can play the secure game and the extra game if you want to. Or you can do other cool things. He's just not the leader. But you have other options in uh, Malekith and Sin probably Malekith. Like I, so how do you dust up an OG Red Skull to, to make him make sense? He's a support piece, right? But I think you, he, he was built to hold a, he's in a weird spot, right? Because he is a character that, I mean, his ability triggers. Like one of the things we didn't touch on, we probably should have, we were talking about like making characters better or like playing to their strengths. Is it like with Cable and X-Force, you're trying to get enough bodies on the table that having one reroll a turn makes sense. With Thor, I'm trying to get enough bodies on the table that heal one every turn makes sense, or every activation makes sense, right? Like that's you. You bring three models in that you're getting less benefit from your leadership. It's similar with Steve Rogers, where it's like okay, like the more bodies I put on the table, the more like opportunities I have. To reduce my superpowers or playing reactive superpowers so uh sorry i managed to stall for quite a while because i really have no idea how to fix fix in heavy quotation marks og skull um make his spend one not spend one sure well like yeah like just make it like Either make it a gainer or make it like Ronin, where you just get nothing out of yeah. it. Same thing for Sinister and his beam. I, like, honestly, like the more that they release, where people have like the they have the builder, then they have the gainer. Like just like make Deadpool's Bane Bane a gainer. Um, make that would be I don't know. So like Dare, Deadpool with a bang 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 gainer is going to be oppressive. I, with his, I his would power say shuffle. I would stuff. say it it needs to be a. Like the first attack is to be a gainer, but not the like the success like the ones that come after. Okay, it. I can get behind that. So if he does it twice yeah. and he's got somebody else close, he can he can do his power yeah. drop thing. Um, but it's like I don't like when it comes to like modify other fours to bring them up to more recent power levels. It's like I don't know. We just have a party line on this, right? Like. We should just well, have a just, party line that's just like if it if it if it's a ranged attack that doesn't like do very much, it should be free or it should be a gainer. Yeah, like, that's the party line um, done. OG Wolverine needs a single reroll. Then you look at like, you look at Sinister. Sinister is very much just make his beam yeah. not cost one. That's all he needs. In Colossus my opinion, needs media move. <laughs> Colossus needs a media move uh, because the issue with Colossus, Colossus is great. The only issue is he's too easy to control because now that he's been thrown, he now has to take two moves to get back in, and then he's yeah. doing nothing. So that's 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 Colossus's issue. Yeah. OG Wolverine, um, just print make Logan's him card on him. No, just honestly, <laughs> I like OG Wolverine Sorry. for what he is. The only thing about OG Wolverine that I like irritates me is that he can't contest. The only thing that objectives. irritates me about Logan is that he's a separate character. Yeah, just just make OG Wolverine a six six, like, and he can get, get Tesla on his backside. Or, 
Contest on the backside, uh, the health, maybe I don't care about that, or maybe even 5-7. I'd be okay with 5-7, reroll one. I would be happier he, with 5-7. If he, if he, right, because like, you get more damage, right? Now yeah, he's like, yeah, absolutely. like, the closer he gets to death, like, like and, and 7 is like maybe enough to be survivable. That's the old Green Goblin number, though, isn't it? No, he was only 5 uh, in the Goblin's, back, too. Goblin's 7-5, yeah. Yeah, so 5-7, like, so then he's just, just tough enough on the back. Or maybe give him invul on the I, back or something. I don't know. Like, when you look at, like... Where it's like He's just like tougher and tougher and tougher to take down. I feel like when you look at like old MCP, um, I call oh, it old MCP. What if it was invuln equal to the damage he had on him? So at no damage, it's invuln none. At one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four. So you have to like no, that's, hit that's him way with like too good. such. That's way too Why? good. Why? Why? <laughs> He's going to heal it off. He's going to keep healing right. it off. So at the end of right. the activation, MG, like. MG, if you listen to this. Yes. You could just make a Wolverine. <laughs> if you could make a Wolverine who had invuln equal to the amount of damage on him. On the back. Him Only, on the back. Only, Only on the back. Only on the back. Only on the back. I mean, if he had that, I would like absolutely be like, I don't care if he can contest or not. Like he's just gonna survive. Right? Like he's just there. He's gonna just be in their face and like roll dice. Yeah. Like, roll unmodified um, dice that are really sad all the time. But I think like when you look at this question though, it's very much like like different strokes for different folks kind of thing where it's yeah. like, it depends on what the character is, what they need to tow them up the line. Um, but I do think that there are a lot of fours out there who are definitely on the bottom end of the bell curve, especially considering all the, especially fours considering the new year. stuff like these fours. Yeah. There's... So going back to your uh, gaslighting about. <laughs> so you're saying that the opium, whole game, opium. the whole game is like, was like this, you know, like, Top to bottom, you know, zero to ten. Just because we've only seen zero to six so far, or like, you know, before a year ago, sure. we'd only seen sure. like, you know, zero to six. Now we're seeing seven, eight, nine, and tens. And yeah. now we're getting to the top end. And that from here, we're going to see a cap and it's not going to be insanity anymore. That's, uh, I actually think that, yes. I think that's going to take an elbow from the top rope and then like helping, like, like reaching for a, uh, folding chair from underneath the mat right so it's going to take like bringing yes. models up again and knocking some models down i i do think they're going to be bringing i there is no way they don't do another balance pass like there are some characters bold bold, bold words like i don't i don't see them not doing it because what are they going to do just release a new wolverine oh I mean, wait <laughs> Honestly, if Logan had X Force affiliation, I'd be completely okay with it. I, yeah, I'd be absolutely fine with just one Wolverine in the game, but it's yeah. okay. It's also fine the way it is. Like it just. Right, you have any? You have any closing okay. thoughts for our our episode today? Wow, closing thoughts. I'm sad. Hyperviber didn't show up since he said he was going to be here. He did. He did. Everybody uh, should shame Hyperviper if you're in the Discord at him and say shame. <laughs> I hope he had fun whatever he's doing. And that's that's honest. Uh yeah. other than that, my closing thoughts are Thanks for listening. Thanks Everyone for listening. who plays MCP is like basically great people. So Yeah. And, and like honestly, I I I still think this one hundred percent is like honestly just AMG gaming in in particular, like between Shatterpoint and MCP and the other ones that I don't play. Um, I, it's typically like, honestly, like one of the best miniature gaming communities that I've been a part of. 
French meat along the way. The game is the yeah. medium, right? Like it just yeah. And like I, the fact that like I have been looking forward to Nova since last year. Yeah. Like I am, I am looking forward to hanging out with Cutthroat and Sam and Joey and like be at a new hotel and debauchery will assume. So if you're gonna be at Nova, hit us up because we'll be there and we're gonna have a wonderful time. And with that, we have been the rogue agents. And you as always have been the listener. <laughs>